Space Cadets and the Legend of the Goliathon. Story by Brent Winzek and Jordan Stein. Sound design by Chris Shindigay and Man of Science Studios. Episode 2. The Articles of Nagalop Smith. The military is being very hush-hush about the attack, but as you can see behind me here, the Yulaki wreckage has been towed in, and we've been informed they plan on While investigating the, the attack While the trainees are all expected to recover from minor injuries, their mentor, Captain Calvin Billy, was not so lucky. The 56-year-old captain was lost in the Well, I think the biggest concern is how uncharacteristic the attack was. If a Labarap is hitting military training vessels in regulated space, what's to stop him from wreaking havoc elsewhere in the Interplanetary Space Federation? Young recruit in the ISF, how does this change your view on the risks involved? I mean, I knew it was a risk to begin with. That's, that's what we do. The only thing this has really changed is how I want to serve. Now I'm applying to the Piracy Prosecution Program. Breaking news today. Authorities have confirmed that earlier this week the body of the infamous Captain Elaborap was presented to them by a pirate pleading for his own pardon. Bartholomew Higginbotham, former member of the pirate clan Deacons of Devil's End, presented the headless corpse along with the articles of Nagalop Smith. The diary of Elaborap's late grandfather will be dedicated to the Museum of Interstellar History, and Mr. Higginbotham will be publicly pardoned this Saturday. You're just gonna have to find a way to deal with it, Walt. Someone beat you to it. Not like you're the only one who wanted him dead. Walt! I've got you. You're just gonna have to find a way to deal with it. It's okay. I, I, I gave him the code. I'm sorry. September 9th, 2350 AD, 6.04 AM. Stanek opens his eyes, sitting straight up in bed. He rubs his right arm where a series of computer chips and fiber optics are networked in and around the pink scar tissue of his crippling burn. The mechanism terminates at his elbow, where his right biceps boldly display the tattoo ICT-601. Good morning, Walter. This is your reminder to meet with Admiral Sutherland at 0700 hours. Hastening through his morning routine, Stanek rushes out into the warm sunlight of Kleptorgia and crosses the military grounds. There is no grass on Kleptorgia, only rolling plains of grayish-purple soil dotted with pale green shrubs and dense forests full of towering trees. Stanek ducks into the operations base, a wedge-shaped building jutting out of a nearby hillside. Inside the evaluation's office, the secretary leans over, forcing a smile. Oh, Walt! It's you. Hold on. Admiral, Walter Stanek's here. He's early. Should I? Send them in. Go ahead, Walt. Good God, don't you have any decency? <laughs> I haven't even had my coffee. <laughs> Stanek snaps to attention before Rear Admiral Sutherland, a grizzled military man with a pot belly and wild mutton chops. The Admiral rocks in his chair, clasping his hands over the bulging buttons at the belly of his uniform. Sorry, sir. I'll manage. Let's talk about your next assignment. Yes, sir. Permission to speak freely, sir? Granted. The Code of Conduct clearly states that in peacetime, any soldier can put in a request to be considered for specific placement. You know that piracy in the Outer Rim is an issue I care deeply about. I, I only thought- At ease, Lieutenant. You're not in trouble. 
I called you here because you've repeatedly requested a post beyond the barrier. Here's the debriefing packet. I'll cover the basics. It's a new initiative. ISF's planning to launch an open-ended exploration mission two years from now. The isolationist approach isn't cutting it anymore. Crew goes out beyond the barrier, reaches out to new species, starts building alliances. Each officer is to pick their best candidate to compete for the spot. I'm picking you. Mission launch plan for June 11th, 2352. Interested? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Good. Go over everything. Select a crew and have them assembled and ready for testing Sunday at 0800. You're excused. And Walter. Yes, sir? Don't just pick your friends. Outside, Jablon leans against a bronze statue of a Kliptorgian Commodore. He winks at two girls as they pass by. Stanek emerges from the operations building, hustling down the stairs. So, what'd he say? Let's walk. Special assignment. I need to pick a crew. Captaining position! Shh. I'm sorry. Where are you being stationed? It's an exploration mission. Collect data, scout potential allies. The ISF wants to expand. Here's the dossier. That doesn't sound like you. No, but after this, I could get any assignment I wanted. They'll have to station me in the outer rim. Oh, you've got to let the privateer thing go. You'll end up going nuts like like the Blackpool Butcher. That's the only example of a crazy privateer okay, okay, you okay, have. Okay, okay, so why cadets? Everyone on the crew has to graduate to vice admiral before mission launch, but they're calling it the Space Cadets Initiative to acknowledge the ISF's youth. Has a ring to it, I guess. The qualification tests are on Sunday. You better pick your crew. Gunner, clip talk. Hank in science and navigations... And if you'll risk an assignment beyond the barrier, then you're my pilot. Done. What do you think our chances are? I'm reporting live at the heart of Cortalic Square, where an enormous crowd is gathering, not only to show their patriotism, but also to catch a glimpse of the space cadets, who will be addressing the crowd before boarding the ISF Explorer seen here behind me. Sponsored by Pan Motion, the ceremony is set to commence in... It took two long years of extensive training, Susan, but when I spoke with Captain Stanick last night, he said he was not nearly as nervous as the day they were selected for this mission. Remember, Tom, in order to choose the best team for this mission, the ISF conducted several rounds of elimination tests, letting the captaining candidates select their own crews. Never before has a mission been handled this way. It's been a huge undertaking for everyone, the sponsors, the military personnel, and especially the team at Pan Motion. And while the rumors that Captain Stanek was selected because of his romantic history with Pan Motion CEO Demaria Cole, I'm able to confirm that this is merely conjecture. Not only have I been privy to the details of the selection process, but it has been confirmed that Cole's father was still alive and running the manufacturing firm when the board narrowed it down to Stanek's crew. June 11th, 2352 AD. People swarm in the streets of Kortalik, the capital city of Kliptorgia, where the ornate buildings are constructed amidst the towering trees of a sprawling forest. The crowd has gathered in the city square at the base of a landing pad where the ISF Explorer is perched like a trophy on a pedestal. It is a robust vessel with a dark purple metallic finish that shimmers in the sunlight, an intricate combination of acute curves and bold angles that make it look like a cross between a tank and an SR-71 fighter jet, but with the belly of a tugboat. 
No one pays any mind to a nearby alley as Argyle yeah. Sox jumps yeah. a fence and hits the ground running. As he ducks around a corner, Veston and Eldedith bound over the fence after him. Argyle Sox slips into the swarm of people on the streets, pushing his way into Cartolic City Square. He tucks a brown leather-bound diary into his double-breasted frock coat and rounds a corner. Clackshock, a short robot wearing a neon pink and black jumpsuit, flings open a door. Argyle, in here. He shook us again. Come on, which way did he go? Gleekog. The door on the left. Inside the launch pad's maintenance tunnels, Argyle hands the diary to Clackshock as they run. Clackshock, here, hold on to this. Yes, sir. Where's this taking us? It should bring us out underneath the launch pad. So long as we get past security, we'll be able to hide out until things settle down after the launch. And blend in with the cleaning crew. Hey, you! Argyle halts, pushing Clackshock against the wall and peeks around the corner ahead in time to see Veston and Eldedip stepping towards four armed guards, raising their hands in surrender. Veston ducks as Eldedip flicks her wrists, prompting concealable pistols to spring into her hands. Zarkrum. Captain, here! Start climbing! On the platform above, the space cadets walk out in front of the explorer, greeting the crowd. Stanick, Jablon, Cliptock, and Hank. Demaria Cole greets them, stepping up to the podium. The unknown is only discovered once. The people who charge into it, they mark our historic timeline. And their names stand out forever. Their actions define our view of the universe. And rarely can we say, I was there. But today, we're adding four names to the history books. And every one of you who came out today to show support, you all get to say, I was there. Ladies and gentlemen, Pan Motion is proud to present the ISF Explorer to the Space Cadets. Confetti showers the crowd while Demaria turns and hugs each of the cadets. She waves as they climb up the cargo bay ramp into the Explorer. Below, in the launch pad's winding tunnels, Clackshock hustles up onto a platform where another ladder awaits. Just keep climbing. Gligorg growls, perched on Nadadarg's shoulder. Argyle backpedals. Nadadarg snatches up Clackshock, clinching him firmly in his monstrous <laughs> right hand. No! Ah, Give it back, Argyle. Nadadarg lurches forward. As he approaches Argyle, he rips off one of Clackshock's arms, then slams the robot to the ground in a burst of sparks. Veston and Eldedip emerge from the shadows behind Argyle, blocking his escape. Nadadark swings his left arm, his claws extended. Give the diary back! No! Gligorg searches Clackshock's crumpled body, pulling the articles of Nagalop Smith from an inner pocket of the robot's jumpsuit. Argyle winces as Nadadarg raises his fist. Wait! Elaborap steps in front of Nadadarg, drawing a dagger. No one steals from me, Argyle. He sinks the blade into Argyle's gut. Elaborap looks up at a metallic purple hatch overhead and grins. The other pirates see the hatch, realizing what their captain intends to do. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the cadets strap into their seats in the sleek Explorer cockpit. ISF Explorer to ground control. We are ready to initiate launch sequence. Copy that, Explorer. Initiating launch. Please hold. Standing by. ISF Explorer, launch pad ramp has been extended. Navigations, please confirm trajectory at your console. Trajectory locked. 
Eyes of Explorer, you are cleared for liftoff. Stand by to fire all thrusters at my command. Standing by. Fire all thrusters in 10, 9, 8. <laughs> That's one way to get rid of a body. Bon voyage, you filthy calamari. 3, 2, 1. Blast off. A few hours later, the explorer drifts through outer space. The cadets congregate in the mess hall, a modest-sized dining area with a table for six. Stanek and Kliptok carry four mugs of coffee over to the table, where Hank and Jablon are studying a star chart. Talk to me. Well, we know we need a wide berth around here, Nos, to avoid pirates, but Hank was just suggesting we avoid Heisnos, too. Apparently, the locals are boycotting ISF goods again. They've got some aggressive barricades in orbit. Nothing like a farmer with a gun. <laughs> right. So we can get as close to Uranus and Minus as we need. But wait. What is it? Hank holds up a finger. He closes his eyes, utilizing his Hulgarian sonar. Someone else is on board. Below decks. At stern. Engine room. The door to the engine room slides open and the lights flicker as the cadets step in. A symbol resembling a trident in a circle has been carved into the metal equipment all over the room. On the floor, in a bloody heap, is the battered, unconscious Argyle socks. Next to him, Clackshock's demolished body malfunctions. His head is almost completely severed, strung to the torso by only a few thick wires, and his right arm spasms, the index finger frantically carving yet another trident symbol into the steel floor. Oh, shit. Coming soon, Space Cadets and the Pirates of the Outer Rim, the next chapter of our sci-fi radio drama. Get updates on Season 2 and explore the universe with our Space Cadets compendium. Visit spacecadetsradio.com. This has been a Space Cadets Radio production.